Tell me when you're ready. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Monday Mass, the world's greatest action sports podcast, a.k.a. Todd. What? It's an action sports podcast about nothing. Zero. We keep saying that. I'm Chris Cote. I'm Todd Richards, and this is the weekend after Chris's bullshit with surfing. What? (laughs) Is that a fair assessment? Um... You had a, I surfed a couple times. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that you you definitely got you talked a lot. Yelled a lot. And we're going to talk a little bit more, but before we get to the Monday Mass with us on September 11th here, we're going to go through what is called the sponsor block, and I'm going to do it because Chris's was atrocious last Oh, my week. gosh. You said it was great while we were doing it. Did you not? My wife says the same thing. It doesn't. It, uh, it is not a sincere. And like that... My ad block was quick and a little messy. <laughs> <laughs> There's some parallels. All right, here we go. 1620 uh, Workwear at 1620 USA. Made in the USA. My God, made. You have to yell. What? This is my announcer voice. Oh, yeah, you're good. This is the kind of clothing that you wear when you're fixing stuff and doing stuff. Yes. And using power tools. And it lasts forever. Lasts forever. Olu, at Olu underscore originals. Olu is the original surf shirt. It looks like a shirt. But Board shirt. Guess what? You can surf with it. It's got like rubber buttons and stuff so you don't chafe your breasts. Nipples. Whatever. I'm just going to add a little, a little in. Okay, yeah, not a lot. Just, I'm just going to just, just you put the, a little you, bit. You put the exclamation point on it. Mint Tours. At Mint Tours. Have you ever thought about going to ride Japanese Pow Pow with your heroes? Well, Mint Tours can make it happen. We are going to be there, supposedly. Definitely. I don't. Uh, these, these kind of things, I... It, it's not happening until I've stepped off the plane and, it's gonna and happen someone has picked me up at the airport. Well, that's why Mint Tours is, is great because when we say, Todd, we say, yes, we're coming, you're good. So anyone out there, you don't have to be Todd Richards, inventor of the wet cat. You can be Chris Cote, guy who snowboards half a run every other year. Inventor of the wet hat. And Mint Tours, just they take care of it. That's right. the best part about it. Great. Machu Picchu Energy at Machu Picchu dot energy. Right uh, it is an energy drink. It has no sugar. It's natural-ish. Yeah. If you drink it, you will be able to use your 1620 workwear and build a freaking house in 15 minutes. That's how potent this stuff is. But not that potent like you want to rip your face off like a meth addict, which is the... They do that. Have you ever seen a meth addict that they have all those scratches on their faces? It's because they're trying to peel their own face off to get to the soft, gooey center. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, like that. Hanson Surfboards. Hanson Surfboards has been in the game forever. You can order online. You can go in in person. It's the oldest board shop in Encinitas. I totally just made that up, but I'm pretty sure it's a fact. And guess what? I went in there the other day, and I bought uh, a new traction pad for my new rusty dark arts sd model that is a freaking gem ridden it once already love it got a traction pad got a discount I thank have, you hansen i have a uh what, what do you call that an addendum to what you side note said. side note so check this out your dark arts is it what color is it, is uh, it gray black? it's gray okay on so, top so maybe the traction pad will stick i have found that the carbon ones, the black ones, they heat up so much that your traction pad just peels off, dude. I've never found that. That is a thing. That's it's not for thing. me. It's a thing. I've been to El Salvador, it's Nicaragua. A, it's a and thing. Well, yeah, but all your, boards, all your boards are different colors. That's not true. 
I have two black ones. Well, all right. Well, we agree to disagree. Beneath Apparel, B-N-3-T-H Apparel on the Instagram. It is underwear that on days like today, it is hot and humid. We got a hurricane moisture coming weather. in here. It's just like, ugh, it's like, a, it's like a, a bunch of Oscar Mayer baloney in my pants. Oh. So if you cuts, don't want that to happen, cuts. you need underwear that wicks the moisture away. And Beneath Apparel is, that's what it is. It's got a special pocket for your you-know-whats. That's right. Your baloney. They love living in there. They love it. Bubs Naturals, at Bubs Naturals. Do you want to have really strong fingernails? Mm, Yes. Do you want to have lots of hair? Like this? This is a miracle, Todd. I owe owe Bubs something for this. This is a miracle. Are you dyeing your hair? No. Are you sure? Doing nothing. Dude. Bubs? For real. I can see where the dye line is. No, that's a haircut. Oh. <laughs> Dye line. Do you think I would put chemicals on my hair that is so fragile, but getting stronger thanks to Bubs? Don't make me answer. Uh, Bachans Japanese Barbecues at Try Bachans. Just because the summer's over doesn't mean barbecue season ends. I've actually never used it on the actual barbecue. I've it's only great. used it stove, pan. Here's, every week fire. from now on, when I remember, I'm going to give you a bachan's recipe to take with you. You take a couple pieces of meat. I like beef, right? I like a nice piece of beef. So specific. Any then kind you of beef? Take, you take the bachan's, uh, you take the original, you squirt it in a bag, you put the beef in the bag, you throw some jalapenos in there, and some, um, what are those, scallions? Oh my gosh. What do you call them? What are those little onions? Little scallions, scallions. Right? Nobody's green onion. We get some, some people calling green onions. You put them in a bag, you leave them in the bag for a day. Then you take that stuff out and you put it on the grill or whatever. Zippity zap zoom, you've got some tasty ass meat. That's and if you want real in depth instructions, you can call Todd direct at 76 at Panicking Coffee NT. 55 years of jacking people up in Encinitas. And I've got a special coffee brew bag. This right here can save you anywhere you are in the world. You bring it with you. All you need is boiling water. Look at this, Todd. Check it out. It's in there. It's like a tea and bag. It's steeped. It's like a tea bag, but caffeinated. Yeah, it's steeped in there, and throughout the show, uh, it's, it comes in this bag, and throughout the show, I'm going to drink it. Sweet. All right. At Hot. New Greens. New Greens is launching a whole new campaign based on sarcastic good living. A new New Greens? <laughs> it's, it's a New Greens campaign. Are you sick and tired of all of these Being companies sick and tired. telling you that you need to eat right well, how about a company that is really sarcastic and says, fuck, if you want to die, go for it, but you're not going to with this product. That's New Greens, no guarantees. At diecutstickers.com, they make stickers like Cry is Free. There was no crying this week up at the Lowers event or like this one, was my nickname in high school. Todd, Stop gotta, saying Frontside Indie. You got a big stack of these. You better get on this and start sending know, these out. dude. We got to... God, we need an intern. We is, should have a, a trade show and for all of our stuff to get out. And that, those are our sponsors. So we're going to get right into. I'm going to. We're going to start this with snowboard news because we got to get to our guest. Okay. Okay. Snowboard news is brought to us by Mint Tours. Mint Tours. New Japan Cat Shredding Experience for advanced riders. Six nights, five days, limited to ten riders. This will get you in some of the greatest snow on the planet. It's coming up quick. Go to Mint Tours. On, on Instagram, on the on the internet, and you could be shredding. Pow. Can I have your phone? 
Yeah. Because I can't call him on this phone. So we're going to start. It's over there. It's on the desk. So we're going to start. What is it? God's gift to surfing? What is that? I am God's gift to surfing. Can I see that? Can we show people that? Yeah, these are some stickers from uh, a friend. We showed these already. Did we? This is one. This is, this is freaking incredible. It's a, if you're listening to the podcast, which we highly recommend that you do because the ocular version sucks, God's Gift to Surfing bumper stickers. These are great. Okay, I'm going to call our That's guest. They made that, too. What's your passcode? Okay, don't tell anyone my passcode, okay, but it's zero, yep. zero, yep. zero, yep. zero, yep. zero, zero, zero. Okay, cool. Mm. No don't one. tell anybody that. Okay, don't though. tell anybody. I was muted. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to call our guest. They'll, you, what if they see my number and they're like, hell no. No, I already told them. You may uh, know our guest number. from many flat landings in snowboard films. Oh, he's the guy you're talking about in the famous social media quote. Yes. Will you say it? Say it. Hello. Hello, uh, Mr. LeBlanc. Yes, is this Mr. Richards? Yes, hi, you're a psychopath. Uh, he doesn't care very much about landing <laughs> there or it is. quality of landing or is there a landing. Mikey, we that's have That's gone you, viral. With that, you know that's viral, Mike. Actually, people use that on their videos. I love going to see how many times that's been used. Yeah, viral. I had nothing to do with it. You, well, you're kind of viral too. You know, turn the phone up. I did turn the phone. The phone's up, dude. We're trying to. We're trying. Mikey, to, where is the speaker on an iPhone? Top yeah, or bottom? Like, if you're going to use phone. a speaker, where do you, what do you hold up you to the hold, microphone? Because we don't have uh, inputs. <laughs> Todd's holding the phone like two feet away from the mic. No, I'm not. Put it in front of the mic. Stop. We're, why are we, we, don't, we can't fight in front of our guests. He's going to hang up. All right, Mikey, uh, this is Snowboard News here. Uh, we wanted to talk about the festival that's coming up in Denver, and I want you to tell all of our listeners what it is and, and what it means for the sport of snowboarding right now. Absolutely. Well, it's called MECA, M-E-K-A, and it's going to take place in Denver from September 28th through October 1st. And really the concept is we've been missing uh, a community gathering for maybe 20 years since ASL used to exist. And I remember going down there in September uh, with a surf show. It had nothing to do with selling anybody anything, It was especially for snowboarders. Um, so snowboarders would go down there and watch movie premieres. They could go see Thomas Campbell do an art show. There was skateboard stuff, you know, parties, all that kind of stuff. So I was missing that. You were missing that. Yep. I mean, you were calling it out on your Instagram. You had a, you had a viral moment with that. So it's funny when you called that out on your gram because we were already a couple months in the making. So really what's going to go down at Mecca is, you know, typically there's you know, something amazing like natural selection where it's a backcountry event and it attracts a backcountry snowboarder. Or it's a rail event like Red Bull, Heavy Metal or whatever. And the rail riders go and the street riders. But, you know, what I felt like we needed to bring together is really talking about, yes, pro snowboarding is super dope, but what about all the other people involved that do amazing things? And some of them are pro athletes or ex-pro athletes, but... You know, we have artists, we have musicians, we have educators, we have people that do motivational things, we have people that build heaven on earth, like Jeff at Baldface. So the idea is that Adam Schmidt, my partner, who also used to do the Snowboard on the Block events, was that we want to build, basically provide a venue for over four days for people that are doing amazing, inspiring things to tell their story in Denver, Colorado. So if you come to the event, 
you're going to have the opportunity to go to Red's backyard and snowboard and also teach people to snowboard or snowboard for your first time. We'll have Red and, and Zeb and any other person out there that wants to hold hands and teach people to snowboard. But just to the left of that, you're going to get to see some of the best in the world doing their thing on a couple jibs in September, which is very cool. And that happens Thursday and Friday. There's a huge art show with Jamie Lynn and Scope for their brand 1910 with The Line playing. Also ASG, which is this amazing relapse record, super heavy band. Um, the next day, we've got Jeff Pensiero giving an amazing talk on how he built Baldface, which is an incredible story. Um, just from draining something into a business that's truly become like the pinnacle. If you're going to go on a trip that just blows your mind, and Jeff will go through the process of how he built that. We have a story, you know, right after that, there's a party at Burton. This is Friday still. And they're premiering a movie. And that evening, we're premiering two movies, a Jamie Anderson documentary, which is really amazing. I've already watched it. And Natural Selection Secret Movie, which is TBD on the name. Wow. Essentially, they filmed that two days after Rebelstoke, where everybody just hung out and sessioned. Not like a part movie. And to kick off that evening, Jeremy Jones, and just to tell you which one is Jib, Jeremy Jones, um, PRJJ is giving his motivational talk, which is called, if it doesn't kill you, it doesn't kill you, which is really about getting knocked down eight times and getting back up nine. Like, as you know, Todd, you know Jeremy well, he's the toughest dude, but really the toughest part is his mind because he keeps coming back. So he tells his story. Um, that's Friday, and then Saturday we have a rail jam. Um, well, it's the Mecca Festival. It's the biggest thing. This is a free event downtown Denver and Commons Park, which is adjacent to the skate park, the iconic Denver skate park. So people can skate. They can come watch some of the best snowboarders in the world compete, men's and women's, on a rail jam. But there's also a massive stage with a bunch of bands, and all these bands have some affiliation, or they are snowboarders. So all the bands playing, there's DJs, there's vendor tents, there's a bunch of giveaways and free products and cool, sh cool stuff like that. And then after the Rail Jam, we're going to do a natural selection tour announcement, which where they will announce the dates. They're also going to announce the wild card riders and the brackets and all that kind of fun stuff. Wow. And then cool. we're premiering we're premiering the ride movie and the Quicksilver movie, and that those, both those movies are highly anticipated. They're going to be amazing. Speaking, I mean, I know the ride guys because I'm on the team, and those dudes are freaks, and they all went super hard on the movie, and it's going to be mind blowing. And, and the Quicksilver movie, I saw those guys kicking it around Brighton all winter with smiles on their faces, so I know there's a lot of amazing snowboarding. I was catching up with none other than T. Rice himself and he was telling me that he thinks he got some of his gnarliest footage he ever got wow his best ever, which is a big statement coming from the big dog and then Sunday to close it off we've got an avalanche awareness course which is a, it's really a one-on-one -on -one course um, you come in you learn the basics get your starting point or it's a great refresher for professionals to come in get their starter point for the season and then you can graduate there into like a one day or three day whenever she gets into Sick. training but that's that's being led by Jeff Pensiero from Baldface we'll have Pat Moore we'll have Hannah Beam and Nick Russell Bjorn Minus and some great guides there um, to just yeah, I really just give you your basics. And that's the whole weekend. Wow. It's I'm exhausted. I feel like we... Did you read... Were you reading that? Yeah, or was that, that off the top yeah. of your head? 
I am like, I've been in this since November, and I actually, it was funny, I got nervous for the call, and I pulled up some email, and I'm like, I don't need any of this shit. Oh my gosh, you killed so it, right? ready for this thing. Well, I'm I'm stoked you're doing it. I mean, as as another writer that kind of came up in Colorado, those uh, early season September, late September, October events that would happen in Boulder up at the Fox, where we would watch the movies and like all this yep. stuff. Like it's just we need that again, you know. And I'm yep. I'm glad that you are bringing it, and it's going to be really fun. I will be there. There's going to be a lot of other people be there. It's going to be a weekend of fun. Now before. I'll let you go. I got to ask you what everyone is wondering, Mikey. Everyone's wondering. This is these are questions that they're wondering about you. He's got to ask. Let's go. Let's go. Is there going to be a Toboggan Two movie? I hope so, man. Jesus, that would, I mean, I would love to do it. Spencer's a busy dude, so I might have. You know, this is my. I've done this. I've spoken. I've had dinner with Travis, and pitched this idea to him and then the whole natural selection team was on with all my business partners and I pitched this to them and everybody rolls their eyes but I want to start a viral moment Spencer and I want to pre-run the natural selection course or at least the side of it on toboggan yes I'm start a viral moment how do we make how do we make this happen I I think just build me a jump behind the powder and I'm ready let's go so I think that's your, your answer I will. We don't need a movie. We just need to be involved with NFT and like take the toboggans down the side and just eat shit and bring some comedy and fun. Because I mean, there was some sweet snowboarding in our movie, the last one, which you're talking about, assisted living. But it was really about like snowboarding is supposed to be hilarious. Like, yes, it can get serious, but like at the end of the day, we're out there to play and have fun and talk shit, and it's the best. There's nothing more awkward than watching someone try to focus a toboggan when they don't land something. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, Mikey? I'm glad you're coming, dude. I was going to grill yeah. you with that question because you're like, you know, one of the coolest things I think about you, Matt, and I don't want to take too much of your time, is that this is like the whole community. Like, there's going to be tons of pros and tons of brand people, but like, Denver is a huge market, so like, everybody getting mixed in and getting like, vibing out like because even the rail riders are like I want to do the backcountry course like I want to meet Travis Rice and vice versa like everybody wants to like mix it up and that goes for the public too like everybody's just going to be chilling and like get to hang out which is what it's what we've been missing so yeah it's I'm just I'm excited to see everybody in high five and just you know go I mean the movies are cool but the hour before the movie is even cooler. You know what I mean? It's I just I like I like seeing people. Happy hour, you mean? No, just like the greeting hour. Well, yeah, sometimes it's happy. It's happy. It's happy. Yeah. Um, all right, Mikey. Well, listen, I'm going to see you in just a couple of weeks. So. Thank you, guys, and Chris. Thank you too. Um, thank you guys both for putting this out there. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. You roll, Mikey. All right, Mikey. We'll talk to you soon. See you, homie. Bye. Uh, just give it for people that don't know. Give us a, a brief description of the Toboggan film and why do you think there needs to be a part two? What is it and why? Okay, so it was a, a movie that came out last year called Assisted Living. It kind of dropped right around beginning of December, I believe it was, and it was Spencer Schubert and Mikey LeBlanc with bindings on like, like a wooden, like a wooden toboggan, school. like you picture yeah. like Sled. Santa Claus uh, on this thing, and they went out and actually hit stuff, and it is—it cr- doesn't look like it should work. That, is that where you? 
No, the Mikey LeBlanc documentary is where you said you're no, now that's the famous ride, viral line. That's the ride documentary. The ride documentary. But I was talking about Mikey because Mikey's always been known as the dude who doesn't need a landing. Yeah. All what right. does it feel like to have a, a soundbite of yours go viral? It what does that feel like? Awkward. Spiritually. Very awkward. It's Physically? awkward. Yeah. Physically. Why is it awkward? Because it's like you're just like everywhere and you're like attached to like a, like some dude running. Usually it's like a lot of pain. Yeah. You know? I've seen it in pornography too, which what? I thought was weird. Your voice? Really? Um, really? Outside Mag has uh, listed their review, the gear review, the big 2024 gear review that had oh. 40 people testing. We know how... Reliable outside is it? magazine. Is. Well, I'm just bringing it up because I want to ask you. So here's, I'm just going to give you a couple of their picks. Okay. So editors pick for best snowboard of 2024. Let me guess. Which the hasn't or- even happened. The Orca. Yet. Actually, it's the Libtech Apex Golden Orca. It's $1,299. Look, the Orca is like, and I'm not hating on this. Like, I'm sure the Orca is great, but the Orca is like the Hayden Shapes. Surfboards. What's wrong that, with Hayden shapes? I'm, okay, what, what was the board that was like super popular um, a few years ago? Wavestorm. Nope. The, uh, like the Hypto Hayden Crypto. Sh- the Hypto Crypto. Okay. The Orca is the Hypto Crypto of snowboarding. Okay. It's That's just, it. it's it's getting a lot of press, and I'm I, I'm sure it's great. Okay. I'm sure it's great. Uh, Rome, I think I've just seen it yeah. too much. You're just yeah. I've been my face. Everyone, has been, everyone who rides those really loves them. My face has been rubbed in the orca. You've for been a long time. You, your, or, your orca has been torqued. more like dorka. Uh, Rome katana bindings. They're four hundred dollars. Rome katana bindings. That's the editor's pick from Outside Mag. What do you think of those Rome bindings? I've never seen them. I've never seen them either. Uh, the I'm best, sure they're great though, because the the guys from Rome were actually some of the dudes from Burton. Right. And when the when they created that company rome a lot of the like the binding magic that came from burton went over to rome so rome's always had great bindings and for those of you that uh click off before snowboarding news tough shit what do you think of that flip we did on you're gonna have to wait for stuff you like what else you got uh the best boots of 2024 again this is a year that not has not happened yet so they have a time machine ride torrent boots 570 dollars ride torrent boots Awesome. I don't know anything about the ride torrent boots. I don't know anything sure about anything. But can we just talk about the prices on some of this shit? The, yeah. the LibTech Apex Golden Orca is $1,299. Is that are a lot? Are you fucking kidding me, Wait, dude? is that a lot for a snowboard? Yeah. How much are snowboards? $750? $800? Maybe. I just, I don't understand how this industry expects itself to be sustained when you are charging... Twelve, almost thirteen hundred dollars well, for a snowboard. Because this is like that snowboard better. It's luxury. You, it's luxury. It's a luxury item. Is it though? It's surf. It's, you can buy a surfboard for that much. Yeah, but like, okay. So what does the orca really do? Well, like what what is what does thirteen hundred dollars of snowboard do for you? Uh, is it is it like means you can go back and un- fly down a Okay, if you were selling a snowboard for thirteen hundred dollars, it better be unbreakable. Like that snowboard better not ever break. It better improve your riding instantly. How much? Like I'm is talking. The, how much guarantees. is the board that you have cost? Well, it's like my like it's expensive. How but much? They, but how they, much? I think it's like probably thirteen or no, maybe fifteen hundred bucks. Okay. But it's like that board that I have is it's a specialty thing, and it's known as a specialty thing. They only make a limited amount, and it's more of like a 
Like it's isn't this a specialty thing though? The LibTech Apex Golden Orca. I don't know. I kind of feel like the like LibTech has always kind of been like a blue collar snowboarding company. Well, did, I'm sure they have boards for six hundred bucks, right? Yeah, six hundred. I, I don't know. I, maybe it's just me. I'm like maybe it's just on paper in print. Yeah, you that's see harsh. that number twelve ninety nine. But your just, board's the same price, if not a little bit more. But your board's custom. It's custom and it's made with like freaking carbon fiber How much and all this other shit. Bindings cost normally. Four hundred bucks. I think four hundred sounds. 400 I mean, bucks. that's a but very important the, part the, of your setup. The point I'm getting to is that I'm looking at this setup right here. Say you get a brand new snowboard, okay. you get brand new bindings, and you get some new boots. Like we're talking like three thousand dollars, and we don't even have clothing to wear yet, and, or a lift ticket or a pass. Like that's snowboarding's expensive. It's freaking expensive. That's so. I mean, okay, I get it, but. You know, people complain about lift tickets being $300. It's no wonder. There's a lot of good used stuff out there, too. Yeah. Just because snowboarders like to get new stuff. I would highly recommend... Those, uh, what do you think of those um, big swaps, right? Where I love people them. come in and They're trade awesome. out. Yeah, those are cool. Those are super good. And it, like, like just last weekend, or I think two weekends ago at Mila Sport, you have all the pros that are unloading their stuff. That's what you want to do. Figure out who the local pro is in your area. And knock and on their door? <laughs> no, I mean, it just... You just keep your ears open for if they're going to have a sale because right. and they start like right around now, the prices start to go a little bit higher once you get into October and in November when the like the fever starts. But you can get really good snowboard deals right now. I like that there's kind of a sweet spot for snowboard deals. You would think right March. April, yeah, you could find some stores. sweet deals. That's in stores or used from people just mm-hmm. like going into their new season stuff. But you're saying right now, probably until October. I'm like, okay, so sweet spot of a deal. The LibTech Apex Golden Orca at $1,300 retail. Okay. I'm thinking that you could probably pick one of those up, depending on the motivation of the person getting rid of it, for like 200 bucks. I'm not even shitting you. I think I don't think I've ever sold a snowboard to somebody for more than $250, and that was like a brand new one. Because you just, I just feel bad. Do when uh, have you sold a board? This happens to me all the time when I try to sell surfboards. You you meet the person, it's offer up or Craigslist, and they come up and they're like, "Oh, it's Todd Richards," and you, just and get, you feel you like just, a dick you just, you immediately. Just get, and you, I've given yeah. people boards before, like they, same. yeah, same deal. Like just take it. Same. Anyways, um, yeah, that's a that the gear review for Outside Mag. I don't really trust Outside Mag that much um, because who do you trust? Well, you know, I, I just love to see somebody that's uh, like kind of a little bit more in industry. There are plenty of people that are out there that review products from within industry. Outside Magazine would oh look, sorry, review fucking pogo sticks. I didn't mean to interrupt if someone you. if someone paid the advertising. And I'm that's looking. another thing you have to you have to factor in is like a lot of these a lot of these um, reviews for like these magazines like Outside or like uh, like pay Maxim or whatever. It's all pay to play. So right. these people are, are paying for ads. So you're not getting a true review. Well, this is so. What are, uh, what are you looking I'm, at? I'm, I looked Snowboard up prices? LibTech boards. They've got boards from 430 yeah. bucks, and you can buy a Lost Mayhem Rocket C3 for 450. Okay, well let's go go back a to T-Rice, that. Go back, go back to that. Hold on. Go, go a T Rice Orca Snowboard 2024 138 for 700. 
So that's not the yeah, and like what is golden? The, what's the difference? Apex. I would love to. I would love to hear from you out there. What is the difference between a regular Graphite? orca and then this golden orca? There's gold in it. Is it is it five hundred dollars worth of difference? And I would like that to be itemized and where that uh, that <laughs> you want an going. itemized receipt? Yeah. Do we have any other snowboard news besides um, people I don't ride for? Uh, the my favorite snowboarding event name the. Second annual Bush Doof <laughs> Snowboard Contest in Australia. Uh, that was a Monster Energy event. Mia Brooks and Patrick Hoffman won Best Trick. Mia Brooks is, is really good at snowboarding. Yeah. yeah. She's real good. I, I agree with that, and so do they, because she won. Snowboarding season's here almost, folks. It's muggy as hell in here, though. We, I don't know why we've we'll, been talking know, about snowboarding if you for live an in, hour. If you live in Denver... Please come to the Mecca Fest in Denver. That's we will, why. And come up and say say hi. And You're going to be there? You will not be disappointed. Yes. It's the end of this month, end of September, beginning of October. God bless Mikey Mikey LeBlanc and yeah. his uh, partners he's, he's for a, that. He's a good, he's a good man. Uh, surf News brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Todd, congratulations to Felipe Toledo and Caroline Marks, both winning world titles at the Rib Curl WSL Finals. Congratulations, everyone. What did you think? Well, what did you think of? Were you watch, how, like how much I did watched, you watch? I watched the whole thing. You sat and watched I the sat, whole. Well, thing. it went I, pretty quick. I actually. was at an event as well, so there's a lot of downtime, and so I when when they did the pre-show all the way to the very end, I pretty much caught the entire thing. Okay. Now, as I've stated, I freaking hate this new format. Okay. But I will admit that it is a. It's a fun thing to watch. I think all of you guys did a really good job. I texted each one of you individually and said that you you made it fun to watch. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, a couple things. Ethan Ewing, broke back Ewing. What the fuck is going on over there with that? Because that dude did not look like he had a broke back. And calling him broke back Ewing is why I do not get these jobs with the WSL. It was a miracle. I mean... I think the 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 term broken back and is by pretty miracle, broad. By miracle, you mean about mm, about thirty cc's straight in the back <laughs> with a cortisone shot. Maybe, really yeah. Mean. I mean, who knows? But it's like a broken back. You know, these can be just tiny. And I'm not discounting a broken back at Tahiti. Disc. When counting. I when I think of a broken back, it's so if it's like cracked discs and and and. His comeback again, miraculous. So gnarly, dude. So gnarly, and he was surfing loose. I mean, you can imagine surfing through that much pain. I, like, I think Ethan Ewing was the probably the biggest story, shocking the world, surfing all the way to the finals, taking out hometown hero Griffin Colapinto. Like that, that to me is almost. He, he it was the story. It was like the he took the Mick Fanning approach, just yeah. immaculate surgical surfing. Like his turns. How do you like insane. all the airs? Who? No airs. Happen. No, his Not board one didn't air. Even leave Oh, Felipe the did one air. I'm talking about overall. No, Felipe. Felipe did two. Two airs. Yeah. There was ten surfers. There was twenty heats. Twenty four heat. It seemed like uh, there should have been more airs. Yeah. But they did. And here's the thing. So I'm up there. I'm doing the intros that people love. Mm. Everyone loves. Debatable. Some people love them. <laughs> okay, okay, hold They're on. Fun before, to do. before we get on to that. So. When they do you have the cards? I think I brought the cards. So Chris, if you if you guys don't know what we're talking about, uh, when Chris did did this contest this weekend, Chris's main job was to do a WWF intro for the fighters. 
the athlete intros, the people that were going to go and do battle. Chris had to come out and be like, in the blue shorts, coming in at 130 pounds. Your Brazilian airtime champion. Yeah, but if you if you're paying attention, I did it a lot more casually this year. Are they what the are basics. they what are they telling you? Are they telling you we want this over the top? We want this to be a hype reel? No, no. So the first year I did it, it was pretty outrageous. I was yelling a lot. This year, I was kind of in the middle. I slowly ramped it up towards the end. It's just to build the spectacle, to give the surfers the attention and respect that they deserve you, before they paddle out. There needs to be pyrotechnics. That's what I would there I would love to, to be run out through a tunnel. People wearing a uh, some kind of fur warm-up robe that yeah. maybe they take off. Could. This is the kind it's of thing. It's tough when you're, when you're actually... So I was doing the intros, and then I was doing interviews in the heats with past champions. Lisa Anderson... Uh, Lane Beachley, PT. Mason Ho, PT, which was super rad. But running back and forth, like I didn't really know much what was going on. I had to go rewatch it for myself, and feeling the hype on. So when Griffin lost, it really it kind of sucked. This pulled the took the wind out of the sails. Was it okay? Was it true that like sixty percent of the beach left after Griffin lost? A lot of people left. <laughs> A lot of people left. Which was, I, and again, I didn't see it. it. You could feel it. And I asked a couple people and some people left, which I get. When your team loses in football or whatever, a lot of people leave. But anyway, um, that was the, the, the hype and the buildup. And then just to, to lose like that, you, mm. you, can, you can tell that's going to that's gonna it was It was a bummer. And it was just like, you know, Ethan Ewing just had his day. He oh, was yeah. just in. He was going off. In freaking form. Like, you weren't going to, re- I mean. I was actually, uh, I thought that he was going to take out Felipe because he was surfing so that sharp and that crisp. But you cannot beat Felipe. Like, Felipe will flick something to add an extra point or yeah. two on the end of a wave. Can we talk about Caitlin Caroline? Simmers? Oh. Yeah, well, let's talk about Caitlin Simmers first. Oh, my gosh. She's so good. She's awesome. She's the best. Yeah. She, so, to me, the, the, the kind of the standout stories, obviously, Ethan Ewing, Caitlin Simmers, even though she didn't make it to the final final match, she surfed so cool. Like it's Carrying just the so seven, rad six, to watch. Oh, on her back. Yes. I no will. side or no side. I saw Chris Borst, probably definitely the best skateboarding shaper out there. Mm. Great guy, makes great boards. Uh, but yeah, Caitlin Caitlin rules. I will say this: um, as uh, you know, Caitlin Simmers gets eliminated. Caroline Marks is on an absolute destruction. Oh yeah, they, she just marched through everyone. Like marched a through Carissa. Ball. I will say this though: it's kind of hard to watch the same turn win an event. Okay, you know what I mean. She, I, she only went. I mean, it's. I get it. Like it's predominantly a right hander. I just have a hard time watching the same right i mean even though that turn is in critical sections and it's got a lot of power it's got all it ticks all the criteria that you need if you're if you're playing to the judges yes getting the scores required to advance it's it's hard for me to watch the same turn like come up with a variety of scores i I don't know it's just me it's like i want to see a variety I, i would love to have seen a couple more like things as a goofy footer i love it right I love that backside snap. But you know, I, I guess as a, as a like going backside, you don't have as many options. The options are backside air, 
you know, backside snap like she was doing, a backside floater. You know, you can we can drop the tail out a little bit, throw the you tail can, reverse, you can spin around a little. Not bit. as many options for him, but anyway, speed, power, flow, great surfing, got the best waves, and Carissa Moore. Unfortunately, this is the third year in a row that she's come in with the lead, mm-hmm. and she's been knocked out of Dude, title contention. Sometimes you just have like if if a, if a surfer is in form and they have eye of the tiger. It's a vacuum, dude. You just yeah. like you can't stop it, and you just get sucked into the back of it, and then you can't make it out. And that's I think that's what happened to many of the people that came up against yeah. Sandy Ewing. And it takes a lot. And Carolyn Marks was just on one, and Carissa couldn't find the wave that she needed. I don't know. It was just and cor- correct me if I'm wrong here. So it feels like there's been a bit of a shift, right? The format of finals day. Is is in, in, think about this for a second. The format of Finals Day is more widely accepted. It's just the location, because even the lowers was firing. You you put that firing against a firing, Lakey Peak pipeline, mm. uh, you mm. know whatever. And mm. if you if you had a day like that at firing pipeline, would there be less? Uh, hate for the format and or finals day no idea i don't think so but that's another thing too that's another maybe that's a wsl um if they if the finals were at pipe it's the ultimate proving ground it's the place that is synonymous with champions being crowned it has a lot of cultural significance i don't think many people would have as much beef with this final five format if it was actually held at pipe well but Pipeline is different because obviously it takes skill, it takes guts, cojones. Um, but it's a different skill set when you're actually relying on your technique, mm-hmm. your wave selection, your trick selection. You get a more overall view of someone's surfing. It is more though of a. I mean, and, and I that's know. a barrel riding contest. This is a surfing contest. Right, if you think is, about it like that. But it's also it gives you that Super Bowl feel because it's right your waves of consequence in your face yeah too like it's like the the distance between you and the surfers as they're competing in the world's most natural playground of consequence and dreams are made and smashed 50 feet off the beach do you know what i mean like that's that's why i think the visceral part of pipeline makes more sense to me than lowers but i get that in the billabong pro i get that in the dahui shootout and yeah, I no, just, I'm just saying yeah. for like the like for this w atmosphere whatever. though. Yeah, it's it ma- it's matches with as far as the crowd and stuff like that. I I, can, I for one kind of like the format. I think it's cool. It makes for an exciting day. I can relate to lower surfing because I love lower surfing. It's, I it's, caught a couple waves out there cool. actually. But at the same time, for the first time, in I months. would way rather watch surfing in in waves of consequence because it's something that I can aspire to do that I'll probably never do. And it scares the shit out of me, and it looks amazing. Anyway. I To tell you the truth, I would rather watch Lowers than Tahiti. Can we talk about your beef with Lane Beach? Oh, yeah. So I squashed a multi-decade-long beef with Lane Beachley, and the funny part is she didn't even know we were beefing. Okay. How, can you so elaborate? I was working for Field TV way back in the day when it was still the ASP. I was at the Champions Banquet. I was hired to host these, like after awards interviews and it was on a stage in the center of the 
big ballroom, thousands of people, pros, everybody's there. And I'm just trying to do my job. Lane Beachley comes off the stage. Which, which Chris was this? I was fine. I wasn't okay, drunk was or anything fine, like Chris, that. Okay. I definitely got drunk later and turned into an idiot because of this. Okay, this did so, not help. All right. So what happened? So she gets an award. She comes down. They tell her to come to this stage. She gets on the stage. Everyone's looking. And I say, you know, congratulations. Um, you know, like, you're, you're amazing. And she said, who are you? Why are you here? And she looked at the crowd and said, who is this guy? Really? <laughs> laughed at me. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. And then, like, I don't remember. I go, well, whatever. You know, like, it was embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. But at the same time, kind of funny. For her, um, so, so like you've and been I, slowly I smoldering. I was seething for years. Do you ever see Lane Beachley in Transworld Surf? No. You were like a coal fire burning under a town in Pennsylvania. I just was like, you know, I don't need her. Just slowly smoldering. And so I I walk up during the practice session, and she's there. And the, again, the funny thing is, she would never probably even remember this. Bullshit, but for dude. me, I was. And then I, she was so lovely, and we didn't bring anything up. I didn't bring anything up, but other people were like, "Remember when Lane punked you in front of all those people?" Anyway, so <laughs> we actually we made we we hugged. We were talking a little bit, and then we were surfing together. And she's so good at surfing still, like amazingly good. And then I did this interview with her, and it was probably the best interview I did of the whole day, and. It just feels good to know that Lane Beachley and I are friends now, and we're going to be friends forever, and the beef is, is gone. Um, and I don't really think we need to talk about the Rib Curl WSL Lowers contest it's finals over. because... It's over. Woo! It's but, over. But this is, this is one, more, one more thing, though. When you're at a live football game, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to figure out what's going on, and the same thing kind of happens up there, especially if you're like doing other stuff. I was working, so I would come out of like my interviews and working, and I'm like, who won- who's winning? Like, what's happening? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. fun to go back and watch all the waves. Um, Stab sent a writer, Sintra Wilson, down to the finals. She's written for New York Times, did a New York review of books, Atlantic. She's a, a highfalutin writer. Stab, Stab also... In- Stab sent her? Yeah, in- Stab also included, before the article, these views are hers, not Stab's, which was a nice, big, so, pre-warning backtrack. Is this, kind, is this kind of a setup? Kind of set up because they knew she was going to talk shit. So, on Caroline. These are quotes from Sintra. She's a goofy foot who apparently gets compared to Mark Ocalupo a lot, which I think is wonderful, but apparently she hates it. Does she? And I, so, that comment right there is great. You can tell that this is a person that is a surfer, but outside of the surf... Surf adjacent. Media. On Molly. She is blonde and positive and known for having a nearly unintelligible rural Australian accent. Wow. Basically calling her a bogan. Um, her words, not mine. On uh, Griff, her friend predicted the crowd would belong to him in his home break and speculated he might be mildly autistic because <laughs> he has a stony vibe. He writes crazy shit. He does meditation and tries to be vulnerable on social media. Wow. So straight away calling uh, Griffin Colapinto mildly autistic. Yeah. So that was on stab. And, and I guess they Is they there were, more? Did, you, did they do you? No. Oh. No, I guess I wasn't annoying enough. And then I posted on Stab's message board or whatever, like, what about my intros? And then somebody, <laughs> rightfully so, wrote, 
it's not about you. Then I said, oh, contraire. Kind of about me. What else? Todd Richards broke the story last week on how Stab High will be at the Palm Springs Surfing Club. And then they confirmed it. That's right. And then I got Sam's number from Todd and asked if I could be part of it. And they didn't answer me. Is that why you wanted his email? Well, yeah. Well, because, well also, I wanted to get an email of how to p- possibly contribute. I think it would be fun to write for Stab. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. It'd be fun to write. Maybe I don't should. know. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't message me back. Well, obviously, <laughs> they're... I mean, look, dude, if they're reaching out... I'm blown out. out. I, like, I, I can see why they don't. They have Sintra. They have Mikey. Why, They've why? got a big group. I'm I blown. Can't, I they can't figure me. out, like, what is the angle other than just, like, like you know it would be really funny if we get someone from the New York Times to write uh, the... Oh. Chris just burned himself live. Jesus. Yeah, don't worry about the table, though. Um, anyway, you talk, so gonna... what was it? Like, I, I just don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't understand what Stab's angle is other than them trying to kind of make, uh, you know, have someone from the New York Times write, like, a ridiculous article. Which I mean, I'm all I'm down for, um, but it seems like kind of a setup. But you know, dumber things have happened, and I do I do appreciate I do appreciate a good joke on behalf of somebody uh, from outside surfing who would probably just as assume label these surfers the wacky cool people. Uh, hey, Chris, did you know that um, today, today's date, September 11th. Um, if you go back to 2010, today was the day of the incredible surf competition in Long Beach, New York, the Quicksilver Pro. Probably oh my the greatest one-off highfalutin surf event that has ever been done. The Just prize, because you were there, you're no, saying that? No, because the prize purse was $300,000 because of the way that Quicksilver treated the riders and because of the surf. The waves were sick. That we had that day. Yes. So Okay, I agree with you. I like to remember that. Um, that's the first time I've ever left the podcast to actually use the restroom and wash my hands because I burnt myself. Um, so, uh, Kelly Slater got hip surgery. Do you, so Kelly's 51. Hip surgery uh, is not uh, uncommon at all. I have a lot of friends, family that have had it. And I think the good news with hip surgery, as far as the people that I've talked to, I have a friend who's my same age, 44. He's 45. I'm 46. He had hip surgery on both hips, and he's now surfing just as good as ever. Mm-hmm. So while you kind of think like in surfing, your hips are everything, and yeah. Kelly Slater's actually said that, I'm confident that Kelly's going to be back in well, action, better, as good as ever. If you think about um, it in like terms of like an automobile, like your bushings wear out. Yeah. You know? So you got your suspension bushings will wear out. And it didn't say hip replacement. He just I probably got it like hip replacement. Probably got cleaned up. Those hip replacements are crazy. Like they go in there and they freaking hammer a giant like ball joint from like an action figure into and you your hip. Walk out. Yeah, you limp the fuck out. You You're limp not out, but out. still, um, this is pretty cool. A great day of Stoke is coming. The largest gathering of black surfers returning to Huntington Beach Saturday, September sixteenth. The second year of this, uh, it's for everybody: pros, beginners. It was actually put on by it's put on by Nathan Fluin. He's the event founder, TV host, and I was actually on a trip with Nate. I think is this is like world traveling Nate or Nate travels. He's a big YouTuber. 
super rad guy. And, you know, this is also a testament, right? Like Mikey was saying, people talk a lot about, oh, there should be a day for this. There should be an event like that. It's people like Mikey. It's people like Nate who uh, just get out there and do it. So this is going to be pretty cool. You're going to have, you know, top pros there, lessons, everything that's happening in Huntington Beach. Very cool. Uh, when I Googled surfing news this morning, did you think the top story was Caroline Marks? Did you think it was Felipe? Did you think it was Ethan? Did you think it was Lowers? No. What was it? People Magazine, top surfing story today. The 18th annual Surf Dog Surfathon took place at Del Mar Beach and... This money raises this or, this raises money for orphan pets and programs. More than fifty surfing dogs, aka surf furs, F U R, were judged on length of ride, wave quality, what else? Technique, enthusiasm, confidence on board. Coming in first place this year was sugar. Followed by Delilah and Guinness, respectively. But I wonder, Sugar won. I got to wonder how Molly did. Molly? Yeah. Because you know that 70% of all Golden Retrievers are named Molly. Oh, um, there, you, you know, know Golden Retrievers are pretty good surfers. Sugar is a, a medium-sized kind of terrier-ish. I think I know the owner of Sugar. Anyway, Sugar seems to be winning everything. Sugar so. sounds Congratulations, punchable. Sugar. Um, what else? So randomly, when I was watching the WSL finals, I, 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 I let it kind of lapse over to the next video. It popped up the Caribbean Masters event, and the list of names, Tom Curran, Otto Flores, Ben Bourgeois, and I go, I got to watch this. Fun little left-hander, I believe is in Puerto Rico. I just want to say Ben Bourgeois Dude, he is, is so good at surfing. And he's so cool. Like, he goes and he's surfs so by good. himself. Like, God. these crazy waves in the Caribbean. This was an event I wish, and I'm not saying that I'm Ben Bourgeois caliber at all, but there's a lot of the competitors in that field that I was watching, and it was like a a head-to-chest high, rippable left. I was like, you could compete, is what you're saying. I might be able to make a heat. Not against Ben Bourgeois or Tom Curran. Skate News is brought to you by Beneath Apparel. BN3TH Apparel. Strap some on and feel the benefits of a nice grundle. I got a news report for this. Um, what do you mean? From who? I just got to pull it up. So I got to pull up. Pull this up. weekend, fucking awesome, and Thrasher Magazine and Adidas had the Hollywood Skate Jam. You may have seen it on your Instagram. It was uh, people jumping over a car, some crazy tricks being done. Uh, you might have seen Dylan Jabe smash into somebody as he tried to jump over the car. But so, what really happened... Was this? Was this? What really happened was this. Okay, what really? (laughs) Say it again. What really happened was this. Breaking tonight on Eyewitness News at 11. Chaos breaks out in Hollywood after a skateboarding festival gets out of control. I'm Joy Rand. I'm Michelle Fisher. This is new video just into Eyewitness Newsroom. People jumping on vehicles and setting a car on fire. They also vandalized an L.A. fire vehicle. About 1,500 skateboarders turning out for the Skate Jam event. L.A. police declared an unlawful assembly and officers moved in and cleared the scene. Three people were booked for vandalism. No injuries were reported. Ah, you only got three out of 1,500. 
was those hey, it was those just, damn see, daggers. I'll tell you what, hey, they're did, always did you, causing trouble. Did you see how I held the phone? Did you see how I held the phone during that? Perfect audio. It was the daggers. So fifteen hundred skaters got together. The contest looked incredible. There was music. There was uh, a guy jumping a motorcycle. He jumped to Harley Davidson. He jumped it to flat. flat. It didn't even come near the landing. And, and I guarantee, probably today, there's going to be a Todd Richards audio soundbite over the guy jumping on the motorcycle. You could make that landings. Um, and it was pretty interesting because I, I got I had got home from the surf contest and I had. An hour. To, I actually did the surf contest and then officiated Brandon Parker's wedding. Congratulations, Brandon! Member of Sunbender, cut you up, Yovi, the homie, the best. Um, so it was a long day, but anyway, I watched this at night, and I was like, "God, skateboarding is." It's look. I don't think graffiti and vandalism and setting things on fire is necessarily cool, but skateboarding is so cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. Look at the two events. So we had the surf event, which was amazing. It was athletic. It was like sports. You had a skate event that was basically in a, 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 a parking lot. There was fire. There was death-defying stunts, mm-hmm. police helicopters, right. riot gear. And, and, and I feel like that's exactly what they wanted to happen. Make Huntington it riot happened. again. Um, so yeah, that was that was crazy, the, and the, uh, the videos are all over the internet. Um, Check it out. Santa Cruz did a Pokemon collab, and it's popping. Is there anyone that Santa Cruz isn't collabing with? I think this one's great because I know a lot of skateboarders are into Pokemon, young and old. And you know, I I don't is have has Santa Cruz done any collabs in your opinion that were misses? I don't. I think this is a no, hit. I, think I don't think it's a miss. Well, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think I feel like that's a very specific. Genre? Genre. But did you want one? No. Oh, no. Uh-oh. You're not a TMNT no. guy? No. Do you want a Pokemon one? Not particularly. You're not a Pokemon I think that guy. was after my time. You want a Star Wars one? I have them. You have them all. Um, this is pretty cool. But wait. What? So the, the Pokemon collab is... Are they like limited edition, kind of like they were the other this, ones? Like, you, you remember the... Alien, uh, Mars Attacks yes, like were that. amazing. I think it's like that. Like you can. So it's like crack. people. It's like Santa Cruz's version of the Pokemon graphics. I'd say it's a coll- it's a collectible. It leans more towards collectible than a board you're going to ride. They will have. I'm sure they'll have boards in shops that you can ride. But these are the ones that are wrapped in the black bag, or and they call or it in the collectible world Kraken. They're going to mm-hmm. crack a bag and see which one you got. Do you remember when Pokemon Go came out and people were falling off cliffs? That happened it? here in Encinitas. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, last Friday night was pretty rad. So I th- think we talked about this a little bit. So yeah, right. Iconic skate video. One of the best ever. Uh, Mike Moe and a small group have a company called ABD Collectibles. So they did this big thing, right? They made cards for everybody that was in yeah, right. In those cards, actual pieces of the green group tape. Yeah, you did this. We talked about this last night. Well, they had a big, uh, Everybody from the video was together telling stories. It was really cool. It's on the YouTube channel now. I'm 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 toying with the idea of buying a card. It's 120 bucks for a card, and I did just buy a used Toyota Sienna. So I need to watch my finances. When did you buy that? The day before the finals. Really? Because my car was breaking down. Wait, the van is breaking down? Yeah. The minivan? Yeah. So, so you got rid I of the minivan. Another minivan. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. And I, and I found out that myself, 
Rosie Hodge, Strider, and Joe Turpel all drive Toyota Siennas. Very nice. Deathmatch is coming back to Pioneer Town in the California desert with cons, social, uh, suicidal tendencies is going to be playing. This event will be at Pappy and Harriet's. If you've ever seen or heard about a deathmatch event, this is basically where they put up a big mini ramp and people smash into each other to heavy metal music. Uh, all proceeds will go to the Ben Ramish Foundation. Very cool. You can check out Thrasher Magazine right now to find more of that. Uh, did we talk about the Huff Forever video? I don't think so. God, this was a great video. I don't think I've seen it. This is a great video. You got Cyrus, Mason, Rizzo. All, I mean, full-length skate video that's just all its all hammers beginning to end. It's incredible. Celebrate the life of Huff. Um I got a couple new skateboards that I will be setting up today. One for myself, one for my son. I got skateboards from Killing Floor by way of uh, generator distribution. And I got this shirt, too, the Chrome Ball Incident. Makes me look like I know what's going on in skateboarding. Do you? I don't. So when you, but it makes me look like it. Like, when you go through an airport, do you purposely wear, like, uh, like, so, like if you feel like I want to be like a, if you're going to a skate event do you wear a skate shirt in the airport while you're on the way there so people know no. that you mean business no no you've seen what I wear on flights black hoodie black pants uh, usually beanie because flights get cold so when you go to a skate event do you wear skate Hurley? specific I wear my Hurleys do you I wear no I wear no I don't wear like this is the first kind of like skate brand shirt that I've had in a while. Hmm. I usually wear band shirts. Did you ever put duct tape roll on shirts. your shoes bef- before they got wrecked? Probably as a kid, just trying to look cool. I got in trouble once. My mom, we got in brand new vans, and I put duct tape all over them before. Yeah. You know, just She's before. Like, what are you doing, yeah, she was, dummy? She was so mad at me. I'm still mad I'm at like, you. Mom, forgot. you don't understand. This is cool. Um, any more skate news? Nope. Well... There's some nerd news going on. This is not nerd news. This is kind of more skate news. Trayvon. You, you know you know the homie, right? Trayvon? BMX yes. extraordinaire. Trey Jones. Trayvon. Trayvon. Trey Jones sucks is his Instagram. Well, Trey Jones has a new part out. It was filmed by one of the best skate filmers ever, Chris Gregson. Now, he filmed this. It took two years. We're talking jorts. Uh, incredible wild spots, old school BMX bikes, and and just pure savagery. The dude's insane. You know, speaking of old school BMX stuff, yes, I think Bob Harrow is actually releasing a new shoe. Yeah, like, Bob Harrow like, has a shoe week. coming out. What I didn't know about Bob Harrow, this is this was one of the more incredible things. I've met Bob over the years many times. He's been but, panicking quite a bit. But quick, yeah, just kind of quick. I'm like, that's Bob Harrow, dude. That guy like invented all the sickest elements of BMX. A year or so ago, I found out that Bob Harrow is a dark wave synth enthusiast and, and he's in a band, singer. Right? Yeah. He's 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 in a he's in an electronic music band. Him and a part. Him and a buddy. Uh, it sounds like Psyche. It sounds like Boy Harsher. It's so good. And I loved that. And I'm, I'm going to get Bob Harrow to play a show around town somewhere. I'm cool. gonna, I got I to gotta see it. Uh, a few television shows that you probably should watch. Not you, Todd. Um, hard Knocks featuring the New York Jets. Probably the best Hard Knocks yet. Um, 
I'm, I'm sure there's like some Star Wars cartoons out there that Todd's are Whatever, dude. about. The, the tomorrow's episode of Ahsoka. Do you feel like Listen people are caring less and less about Star Wars? Maybe, but not. Like, is anyone talking about Ahsoka not, besides you? Not if you, not if the real ones are. Remember when Mandalorian came out, people were like, Star Wars! Yeah, I know. And We've had like, like 700 shows. Later, it's like, shows. Ahsoka? What but, is that? But they're, okay, so. What are those things on her head called again? Uh, the breasts? <laughs> they're like extended breasts? Yes. So they what are, are they called? Head trails. No, they're not. Um, so tomorrow, the, the Disney people have so much faith in the fifth episode of Ahsoka that it's actually being released in select movie theaters. Do you realize that? I did not. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of crazy. So I think we're in for a doozy of an episode tomorrow night. Oh. So whatever. If you're into it, cool. If you're not... Missing out. Do we have any questions? Because I don't really have any other nerd news. Uh, yeah, we got a couple questions. If they've got questions, we've got answers. Go. Uh, Hana Lee, one of our favorites. Chris, what is your favorite thing to eat in China? And Todd, what is your favorite thing to eat in Japan? I love that question. Okay, my favorite thing to eat in Japan is they have these ice creams that are like, it's like a waffle it's like a, it's like an ice cream cone, like a, like a, not a sugar cone, but like the waffle cone, and it's a round. It's like an ice cream sandwich, but picture like the, like a soft serve ice cream cone around it. You should be a food writer because that was so descriptive. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, my favorite thing to eat in Japan is is ramen. She said my, China. My favorite. She said I could answer that too. My favorite thing to eat in China is a little tough because. I went the first time I went to China. I was so excited to eat the food, and nearly everything I ate had like a weird like fish base. So I wasn't super stoked on. And some of the the food that I ate in China, challenging myself to eat out of my comfort zone, was Girl, I'll wild. have the lettuce wraps, dude. Not good, huh? Did you almost did you get the PF bangs when you were over there? No. No, I ate street meat. Like, I was doing it. I was doing the damn thing. Cool. I got a couple other questions for you. Um, here we go. This is from Danny Caputo. Hi, Danny. Shocker. Monday Mass question. Mm. Finals was cool to watch and everything, but yeah, I hate the way the finals are set up. Go back to a points champ. I miss watching Andy and Kelly slay every event to get crowned at pipe, bringing back the pipeline. Overall, awesome show, but crown a world champ? Nah, just doesn't make sense. Yep. That was a comment. and That was a statement. I respect Danny's opinion because he's a great skater, surfer, now uh, one of the wheelie experts around town. Yeah, big so it's, big it's wheelie big guy. Uh, Nate Burns says, wish us luck on the East Coast next week while we see what happens oh, with yeah. Hurricane Lee. What's up with Hurricane Lee? So Hurricane Lee has got, you know how they have like those projected paths of the hurricane? Yeah. Like the, it just looks like a freaking pop chart of what could happen. So there's a couple different scenarios where Hurricane Lee comes dangerously close to the Eastern Seaboard. Again? Like, again. But it also could be spinning out to sea and giving them an incredible run of waves for three days. I hope that's what happens. I do too. Uh, Aiden Flattery says, can we get a top three East Coast ski resorts from Todd and Chris if he knows any? I don't know any. Top three East Coast ski resorts. Sugarbush has the best name. Sugarbush has the best name. Jay Peak. I love Jay Peak. It's kind of uh, of up there. Um, 
I would say Killington because if you want variety, Killington's huge. Um, and then for me, Wachusett because it's like a little, just a little mom pa ski area that you can get your thrills. And it's fun to say. And it's fun to say. And I, I mean, for me, those are my three. Where's Trollhagen? Trollhagen is in the Midwest. Okay, that's not East Coast. No. Okay. That's Middle East. Okay. Why don't they call it the Middle East? Uh, Midwest. But why do they call it the Midwest? Yeah, but where's the Mid-East? Exactly. It's, is that just like, oh, we can't say Mid-East because the Middle East, the actual Middle East? Right. But it's the Middle East. If you, like the, where would the Middle East be? Cincinnati, Ohio? Yeah. Why is that called the Midwest? It's the Middle East. We should do a podcast talking about why things are called that in geography. Uh, Chasing Winter Production begs to differ with you, Todd. Grateful okay. Dead is amazing. I disagree with you, Todd. Okay. Kenny Stanley says, Chris and Todd, in SD at the end of September and evaluating what to do with the kids, we asked my 11-year-old what he wanted to do, go to Legoland. He legit responded, he wants to go to the Monday Mass. Really? Yes. We will put him to work. We have a lot of boxes that need Kenny to be moved Stanley, around you here. Kenny Stanley, you send that kid, you drop that kid off Monday at noon. We'll put some hair on his chest. We're here. Um... Sounded weird, Todd. Todd's rants are the heaviest exposure on how to use the F-bomb for my son. Well, Good job. Look, he's got to learn somewhere. He explained, the son, the 11-year-old, explained to his mom, we're going to start our day at panicking, hit the beach, Hanson's, surfing, etc., and all of that sounds a hell of a lot better than Legoland. You've made the right decision, son. Swing by here. I'll we're going to welcome you in. I'll give him some other words to bring home to the Stickers, dinner table. Stickers, you're sponsored, buddy. Keep in touch. Um, that's probably it. All right. I don't even know what we talked about. Well, that was a good Monday Mass. We had Mikey LeBlanc who tuned fine. in. So if you guys are going to go uh, and be around Denver, please stop into the Mecca Festival that's going to go down. There's snowboarding. There's going to be a bunch of heavy-ass pros, lots of movie premieres. Todd's going to be there. Dogs and cats living together. You should bring stickers. Mass hysteria. You should bring some stickers I'll to Mecca. I'll bring some stickers. I gave out stickers at the finals. All right, you guys. Bye. We'll see you, uh, see you next week. Same, same place.